a reporter at Columbus Business First, and this is Crisis Management, a podcast about running a business amid the coronavirus pandemic. In this episode, I speak with Bob Zuder, co-owner of Wolf's Ridge Brewing, one of the many Columbus craft breweries who have had to change their business in the wake of the state restrictions. Now a month into doing home delivery, how is that program going and how has it changed? How is Wolf's Ridge handling production what is its employment situation like? Zuder and I also talk about the CARES Act, which provisions are going to be helpful to his business and which ones aren't going to be as effective as they might first seem. We discuss that and more. Thanks for listening. How are you doing today? Not too bad. You know, every day is a little uh, different. Um, I'm yeah. not easier necessarily, personally, and you know, obviously use, use all of this, but um, it's been tough because my wife has an underlying condition that puts her at greater risk. Uh, so I've been, you know, she or, she and I early on had some pretty uh, tough discussions about what, you know, the next month-ish was going to look like. And, you know, just had to make the decision to try to limit my exposure as much as I could, which has made it really hard for me to uh, ask staff to do anything, you know, that I'm, sure. that I'm not. Um, we don't, you know, we're not requiring anybody to, to do what they're doing. We've had a lot of conversations, especially early on, about, you know, hey, if you don't want to do this, you know, that's okay, but this is what we want to try to do. Yeah. To go down that path. So, uh, you know, the staff has been really supportive of that. Uh, and there's other folks that have kids or, you know, in certain, uh, certain similar situations. When you talk about how you're, you're limited, like, what are you unable to do, obviously, to, to, to keep, you're doing this to keep your wife, you know, safe and secure but but how has that limited what you can do with the business yeah so i mean early on it was just being down there to support them you know and we the the weekend before uh, the governor put in place the uh, bar and restaurant closure we had um set up online ordering for beer delivery and uh so we had that in place you know at the time that he was making an announcement so you know we were kind of preparing in advance knowing that things were going to slow down we didn't necessarily expect that they would close it right right then and there you know so we had started preparing for that and we were going to do same day delivery and we did that for about a week that you know in those first really three or four days things were really intense we had a ton of support which is fantastic but we you know we quickly realized that we didn't have you know we didn't have the infrastructure set up for the folks to kind of manage you know the inventory of it Uh, just moving beer from Haig Avenue to downtown where we were running everything out of was difficult and then the way that we had the system set up was you know we couldn't restrict people from not buying during a delivery time so we might have somebody order at 7 30 for a six to eight you know delivery period and and uh, we were doing everything we could to to make those work so we you know just not being able to be on site um you know that was really tough that first week i did take one one delivery order on a friday night to somebody and uh, Delaware. It was a big trip, uh, but that that's kind of where we were. My parents were making multiple deliveries. Mm-hmm. We had a lot of folks out. That was really tough not just to be able to jump in and, you know, do that. But even without, you know, my wife's situation, she works full-time. She's still getting paid. I am not uh, in this current, uh, you know, environment. Uh, so we really need to make sure that she can, you know, keep doing what she needs to do. So um, we, we don't have any child support right now, child care, uh, so it's, you know, it's a balance between two kids and trying, you know, to, to make time for each of us to do what we need to do. So there's, you know, those limitations, it just didn't allow us to, for me to, to jump in. So that was, uh, that was really tough. But now that things have kind of, uh, we have a little bit 
of a clearer path. Um, it's allowed you know me to organize a little bit better and, and help get the folks what they need. So anything I can do remotely in terms of website set up you know menus we have an online ordering platform that we use so just updating that stuff i can jump in at any time and do that wanted to talk a little bit more about delivery you guys as you said you were you were anticipating this so you were already preparing you know to start a delivery business you already talked about that first week and some of the challenges it's presented how has that business changed for you just in the last couple of weeks and uh, you know how's it doing yeah, it's, it's like I said, that first week and even since then, it's been phenomenal. I mean, the one thing that has been really encouraging through all of this is that, you know, the, the local support has been amazing. There's a ton of people that are just, I think, very much aware of what this is doing to small businesses like ours and, and even smaller. And, and they're out there and they're trying to support, they're trying to put their dollars back into the community, which is, it's really helping. It, it has allowed us to be in a position now with, um, you know, additional support from the federal level to, to have a path forward. So, you know, when we started it again, we were doing the same day delivery that just wasn't working out. So we've shifted that to next day, which has been infinitely uh, uh, easier for us to, you know, execute. Uh, so that's been working. We have added uh, ancillary products. So One Line Coffee and North Country Charcuterie, we started supporting them. You know, mm -hmm. we're trying to think about, you know, can we offer additional stuff, uh, but also can we support the folks that, you know, we're normally buying from, but aren't currently uh, with the restaurant closed. So, uh, you know, those two came to mind. We're going to add Black Radish Creamery, sell cheeses uh, through the website, and then, you know, looking to other vendors as well and trying to see if we can do that. If we're making those home delivery stops, then, you know, why not throw some cheese and, and charcuterie on there and make a night of it? So we, uh, we're adding that stuff on. You know, we're, again, we're getting back to a place where we have additional staffing support. We, we have some certainty about how we can pay them through the PPP. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, there's, there's still a lot of uncertainty about how much of that will be forgiven so it's you know we're still trying to hedge ourselves a little bit not not uh coming back full board but uh we're doing i think hiring back enough to to be in the business uh, that we're in right now yeah, as far as the delivery it's been you know again really supportive uh, the beer has been moving i mean we've never uh, i don't think we've sold this much packaged beer ever so it's helping and you know i think it's it's offset the dollar decline the draft so we're you know we've basically been selling enough packaged to offset that so the brewery you know on its own uh, is doing okay uh, but you know when when the restaurant on premise are 75 percent of your operations it's you know you still need that to be a, a lot more than it is so production wise are you guys still running full bore on that because you have obviously your your own business but you also you know sell through retailers as well so is production running at the same pace if you had to scale back on that any yeah, it's not the same pace. We've definitely restructured. We tried to quickly, everything's going into packaging right now. Uh, we're, you know, we have uh, other packaging opportunities. So we've got blank cans and we're going to start, you know, putting some beers in there. We've got beers going into bombers that might not normally do otherwise. We're trying to, uh, you know, just be as reactive as we can, as quickly as we can uh, and put, you know, all that keg beer so it doesn't go to waste and give us additional revenue opportunities into package. So it's been different in that it's, you know, it's not typical uh, production, but generally production has slowed. Uh, we're certainly not producing as much beer, but we are, you know, we're navigating that okay. We've had some staff, like it's, it's a little bit easier on the brewery side to separate folks, put them on different shifts, um, operate as a single unit. Uh, so that's been, you know, easier to manage. But again, like the past three weeks, especially on the labor side, you know, we, we basically told everybody, 
you know, right off the bat, just go on unemployment, get that process started, mm-hmm. because we have no idea what the next, what this is going to look like. And, and this is the support that, that is, you know, offered to you to use it. And then we started bringing, you know, a few back, a few folks back at a time. And then again, now that we have some certainty, we'll, we'll, we have a little bit more confidence to just tell them, you know, come back, you've got to pay. Mm-hmm. We'll, we'll do this safely. Uh, and that's, you know, the kind of the big, big focus now is trying to reduce how frequently folks are coming on the on site uh, and also keep their exposure limited to specific people. So setting up teams, you know, teams in the kitchen, teams with the front of house so that the mm-hmm. same people are working with the same people. How has the carry out restaurant business been? Uh, it's been pretty good. We feel like we do have more opportunity there and that's the next kind of phase of this. Now that we have the support, we're trying to get more folks back to deliver our own beer mm-hmm. and, and food. We've been doing the beer, sorry, but delivering beer with food, you know, through the, through the tap room carryout. Right now, if you go on to order, you know, order online, you can order through Uber Eats or you can order on our website and that'll be delivered via DoorDash. But if we can bring that back in house, put our own folks in their cars, driving food around, you know, you'll be able to order beer and things like that. So we're, we're kind of seeing that as the next, you know, hopeful opportunity over the next few, you know, few weeks at least. But it's been good. I think that, you know, there's been a lot of curbside pickup. You know, a lot of folks coming down. That's been good. It's been enough to help offset and keep things uh, keep things going. But yeah. you know, not knowing what the next you know six weeks are going to look like, we're trying to to dive heavy into this and just assuming that you know even when the stay at home order is lifted, you know it's not going to go back to to what it was. Uh, and and you know, so we need to have something in place to try to you know, keep money. How many of your employees were have you been able to retain and or and or bring back as as business has kind of developed? How much how much staff do you have right now? Yeah, so when we the you know Sunday the fifteenth we had seventy seven people on on staff and again told you know all of them to go on employment and then quickly brought back a few uh, right away and we have I think the first two weeks we probably had about twelve ish twelve to fifteen people working. Mm-hmm. Now with this, you know, expanded uh, assistance, we're probably going to have at least thirty, maybe close to thirty-five working again. Uh, again, the limited hours. We're trying to li- limit everybody about thirty hours just to keep their exposure there, but paying them, you know, higher wages, higher earnings. So we're we're uh, we're probably about that point now. But hopefully, if this keeps going and we have you know success with it, we'll we'll bring you more folks back and you know, ideally get close to uh, you know what we can to to both have that loan forgiven and you know, give, give folks uh, an opportunity. But a lot of that just depends on the business we can build. You touched on it a couple times already, but uh, you know, the federal assistance, we have a sense for what it is. Uh, obviously there are still questions, but what, from your understanding, what are some of the, the good helpful things about it? What are some of the areas where you still have questions? The good, you know, I, that first, as soon as that was passed, um, I, that afternoon, I was invited to a town hall with a congressman from, from the area, and it was, uh, you know, somewhat helpful, but one of the comments that they made were, was that this was not set up to be, uh, it won't be as supportive for restaurants, bars, tourism folks, which just kind of surprised me, you know, and, and, and I, I felt like, Obviously, there's a lot of small businesses that are hurting. We're not, you know, alone here. But it, you know, stay-at-home order goes into place. There's you're restricting access, um, and even before the stay-at-home order, the you know closing of the bars and restaurants. I mean, we're the ones that are directly impacted from from these orders. You'd think that they would try to make something that works for folks like us. 
we, you know, I, I will say kind of preface all of this by saying that we, I think are in a better position than most because we have both, you know, the food operation, we have the beer, we, you know, we, we have a little bit more we can offer in terms of a, of a you know, product, but there's a lot of folks out there that aren't in the same situation. And so as things have kind of come out, you know, that first week, I spent a ton of time researching it. I heard a lot of things from a lot of different CPAs and attorneys and none of it was consistent. The, the information was, was not great. When we prepared our application for the PPP, it changed within two days. We had to resubmit. That's with me kind of following that very closely, having a very good relationship with our bank. But all the other folks that, that don't or you know, don't have a good understanding of the SBA process, this is going to be harder for them to get uh, access to. So I think that there's, there's a lot of things that they missed in, in that, you know, in kind of the rollout, the information. But, you know, obviously it was done very quickly, so it's to be expected to some extent. Uh, but, yeah, as the information came out, you know, just things like changing the, the loan terms from, you know, what was in the law for a max of 10 years to two year. Like all the kind of analysis and information that you were looking at was making the assumption that you're going to have 10 years to pay off whatever you do, whatever does not get forgiven. And, you know, that, that changed very quickly. And then you kind of have to reevaluate and say, well, OK, if we borrow for us, we're we're we have a pretty high payroll so we're able to borrow almost you know half a million dollars and if we you know have a two hundred thousand dollar loan you know over two years like that's a decent amount for us to pay back on top of our existing debt load so you know that that really kind of changed it and again made it more put us in a you know difficult position because we're not able to go very aggressive into you know what i think this is trying to accomplish and get people back to work because then there's the other component of the forgiveness so for us as I understand it now, and we still have not seen the, the formal SBA guidance on this, they're going to give us forgiveness, but it's based on our FTEs over this eight-week period. And, you know, they say that we won't be penalized for, for the folks that we laid off early on in this if we bring them back by June 30th. Does that mean that, you know, as of June 30th, we get back to our full FTE load, it's all forgiven, or is it going to be an average over that period? What does that look like? And then, you know, the final thing was the you know, limiting the other expenses outside of payroll to 25% of the loan, that just doesn't work for a lot of folks. If their rent is, is high, payroll's low, they're, they're not going to be able to get to 25% or 75% on the payroll side. So it's, you know, there's just a lot of things that, that I don't think were, were you know, clearly thought through, especially for folks in the retail, restaurant, uh, hospitality business. So I'm hoping, you know, that, that as they're starting to see this, that second wave or fourth wave of uh, support will be a little bit more specific, clarify some of these things and, you know, give us the confidence that we can get the folks back to work and try to build a business. Beyond sort of additional clarity, is there anything else you, you, you feel like you need as a business owner or, or ways that whether it's the government or other entities, uh, state, federal, whomever, what else is out there that, that would maybe be helpful to, to your business, your industry? I mean, right now, I think that they, they generally, especially in Ohio, I think they've done a fantastic job of being aware of this, you know, just yesterday with the, the BWC, you know, rebates, that, that's going to be a lot for us. Um, that'll be helpful. Uh, they've done that before. So, you know, that we know what to expect with that. Obviously, the, the sooner they can get that stuff, the better. Beyond that, it's really tough to say right now because we don't know what business is going to look like for us, you know, once this is once we're through it, you know, is it going to, it's obviously going to be slower. So it, it kind of thinking longer term and say, you know, giving it, 
you know, giving us the support we need to get through this of covering, you know, the, the rent, the fixed payments for, you know, folks that aren't interested in working with us is really important, you know, to make sure we can stay in our buildings and things like that. Direct assistance would obviously be helpful. I don't want to ask for a hand, handout. You know, I think we need to try to do what we can. But now as things are hopefully starting to look a little you know, better for Ohio specifically, the past few weeks have been really tough because it's been hard for us to justify what we're doing you know, while trying to balance the safety of, of both the public and, and our staff. So every day is such a dynamic situation. And every day there's something new that we're kind of looking at and trying to do, but also, you know, in the back of our minds, balancing that with like, is this the right thing? You know, should we be doing this? To round all that out, for us, I think that just some, some more spe- specific assistance to businesses in general would be very helpful for us to know that we can try to go aggressive into building a business back, knowing that, you know, we'll, we'll have, uh, you know, have that assistance down the road. And, and that's probably been the hardest thing right now is just the uncertainty. What's your feeling about what business may be like once things return to, you know, normal as much as is, is whatever normal is going to mean in the future? Do you expect people to, to hold back either because of worries about being in crowds, either of financial worries? I mean, that's such a tough, I mean, it seems to be, again, there's, there's significant support from the federal level. So hopefully that's enough. It, it you know, came relatively early on to where that will offset a lot of the, you know, maybe it, there'll be some sort of slowdown for sure, mm-hmm. but hopefully it will be relatively short-lived. The unemployment benefits that have been uh, extended to a lot of folks, the ones that we can't hire back are, are going to be doing okay with the additional federal support plus, mm-hmm. you know, their, their weekly benefits. So if there's this whole other group of, you know, non-hospitality or even those that, that, that aren't uh, or that are, you know, unemployed in those sectors, if they are doing okay for, you know, the, the uh, next six months, you know, I'm hoping that that will do enough to just mitigate, you know, the length of this. In Ohio specifically, we, I think we did okay, did a good job really of limiting the exposure early on so that hopefully this is, is shorter lived. My assumption, hopefully it, it proves somewhat correct, is that because we took those steps, people are, are we're going to be able to bounce back, you know, much, much more quickly. You know, the strain on the, the healthcare system just doesn't look like it's going to happen here, which is fantastic. You know, folks are going to be excited to be able to get back out and they'll find ways to do it safely. We'll find ways to, to operate the business safely uh, and continue doing that you know, as long as we need to. So it's going to be very different. But again, if we, you know, if we have the support, especially on the labor side for us to offset some of those costs, I'm, I'm optimistic. I really am. I think that you know, we can do something with this. We can work in a different world and you know, adapt our business accordingly. What that looks like, I'm not yet sure. We're trying to figure that out right now. But you know, I, do that the, I do think that there is a, there's a light at the end of the tunnel. Uh, mm-hmm. Not so dark. Over Related to that, you know, in the months leading up to this, uh, Wolf's Ridge expanded. We already talked about production a little bit, but uh, uh, you guys have a new facility uh, that's up and running. It, it greatly increases your capacity, your capabilities. Again, this is forward-looking, but how much of your maybe future plans changed? Do you even know yet? I mean, does it does it hinge on what things look like when we come out of that? But you were obviously, you know, planning to go even more in this direction. And how has that been impacted? It's tough. 
as this goes along, we'll find out how that changes. Obviously, right now it's it's focusing heavily on packaging. You know, if we have a lot of our accounts, they have to close, and we've already seen uh, crafted drafts, unfortunately, you know, close mm-hmm. spots. Like, that's going to hurt. You know, if that continues and that's widespread, that is going to be very difficult on the brewery side, uh, coupled with you know a slower restaurant. Right now, again, it's it's hard to see how we could possibly bring back all the staff that we had, you know, so on the, on the production side and that whole project, we're, we're going to have to adapt. We're going to have to figure out, you know, it's probably going to be trying to go into newer territories sooner if we're able to do that. It's really tough to say. I mean, the one thing that, that has been very helpful is a lot of our, our vendors or suppliers we have great relationships with are, are allowing us to defer payments. So we're starting to chip away at some of those. But being able to keep that cash in-house uh, to get through this is really, you know, just keep kicking that can down the road. And as long as we can do that, especially with our debt payments, uh, which have been deferred for a few months, yeah. uh, that, you know, is making this much, much easier. So I think we'll still continue. Obviously, we're going to still continue on the expansion project as much as we, we can, uh, but it'll, it'll be a different approach for sure. Can you think of anything I haven't asked you about? It's been really tough to get staff to to come in over the past few weeks. There's so much uncertainty, and there has been, you know, about the safety of what we're doing, the safety of the public, the you know, the unknown about what was going to happen in Ohio. Again, it seems you know things are looking more positive in terms of the curve and, and what uh, what we've been able to accomplish with the social distancing. So it's slightly more encouraging, I think, than where we were two days ago, three days ago. But that's been been one of the hardest things is just to to navigate trying to operate a business not even you know grow but just offset as much as you can in terms of the declines in an environment like this you know and i think that i just want to thank the the support you know thank the city for for everything that they've done to support businesses like ours it's been tremendous like you know people got to eat so we appreciate you you know reaching out to the bars and restaurants around the city we keep doing that then we'll find a way to get out that's a uh, good note to end on. So as always, I appreciate you clearing out some time to, to chat with me and share your insights. Thanks, Dan. Appreciate it. Yeah.